Hello, my name is Dustin Hosseini and this is the Digital Education Practices Podcast. Today I'm joined by uh, Andrew Smerden, uh, who's going to give us a talk about a particular approach that he is using in his teaching. So, uh, Andrew, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, thank you, Dustin. Um, hi, yes, everybody. My name is Andrew Smerden. Um, I'm a teaching fellow at Lancaster University. And in this session, I'd like just to briefly talk a bit about how I use uh, something called Microsoft OneNote in my teaching um, and how it has changed the way that my te- my lectures are delivered. It's changed how students react and respond in lectures. And it's also led to very good positive outcomes and results and feedback, etc. So, so that's what I'd like to just focus on briefly. So I use something called Microsoft OneNote in my lectures and my workshops. And I actually use it in, in conjunction with a tablet device. So I have a Lenovo Mix for delivering my lectures and my workshops, and I use this package, which is called Microsoft OneNote. Um, Microsoft OneNote is part of your Office 365 suite, and so it's easily accessible for anybody who needs to to access it within the the university. And effectively, what it is is a digital notebook. But one of the really useful features that I like about Microsoft OneNote is that I can actually bring all of my slides, I can bring all of my workshop materials directly into OneNote and then using a stylus pen and using the package itself, I can actually then draw and I can write live within those lectures and workshops. Okay. And just before you get into the details, what what just for people who've never used OneNote, what is OneNote? What is it? So it's part of Office 365. So it works very nicely with Word and Excel and PowerPoint. Effectively, the way it describes itself is a digital notebook, which means that if you've got a pen, a stylus pen, so it needs to be a, a pen that actually links directly with your device, provided you've got a pen, you can actually write. And so what's the really nice feature is it effectively, if you're going to a meeting, it can replace your pad. It also acts as a really nice sort of filing structure. So you can have different notebooks for different modules, for different tasks like research, CPD, etc. But basically, you're using this pen to write by hand. You can also add in audio files. You can add in tables, pictures, etc. It's very, very flexible, and it complements the other applications like Word and Excel. But the thing I particularly like about that, that this particular application is that you can use a pen and you can write live and people can see what you're writing. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And um, so what did you kind of change or do uh, with your teaching? Okay, yeah. So probably about five years ago, four or five years ago, my teaching was quite traditional, particularly for lecture, lectures in the sense that it would be a set of slides. Those slides would be in, uh, it would be delivered using Microsoft PowerPoint. And I teach financial accounting. So I would also then have a pen and I would have a whiteboard and I'd be writing certain things on a whiteboard for students to see techniques, to make notes. And it would be very much that sort of traditional approach to delivering a lecture and then delivering that workshop to students. 
But one of the things that we found, and this was actually at a previous institution, was that students tended to be very easily distracted, uh, particularly where I was talking through just lecture slides and lecture content. And you can see students uh, literally turning off. They start to use their phones. You can tell they're on social media and that sort of thing. And, and even if you try and prevent them from using their phones, you know that they're still doing it. You can still see them them trying to, to do that. So that institution actually implemented a policy of rolling out tablet devices to every member of staff. And so at that point, it became a great opportunity to really think pedagogically about what we could do um, as a team to try and change what students were doing in a lecture to try and encourage greater engagement and greater participation. And so what I did was completely change how I delivered all of my sessions for my lectures and my workshops as well um, for my financial accounting students. So instead of this traditional approach using a comprehensive set of slides and, and maybe adding some notes onto a whiteboard, I actually paired back significantly the content of my slides and they become effectively like sort of um, just a structure. Sometimes the slides literally have a title on the slide and literally nothing written on the slide at all. It's a blank slide. Um, sometimes I'll have a slide which has a, an example, which has some of the numbers in that we need to be able to then calculate an answer. And so my slides have changed from effectively very comprehensive slides that may build up an answer over a number of slides to just one slide with a question on or a blank slide. And what I now do in my lectures, and this applies even in front of 300 students, is that I no longer simply talk about the words that are on the slide, but I'm actually delivering, talking about content to students. And I'm actually writing some of what I'm speaking directly onto the slides live in the lecture. And what I've noticed is quite a significant change in the behaviours of students. So with a blank slide, which is provided to students in advance, students are actively engaging in that session. Now, it is very much a sort of a surface learning, and I, I completely accept that, but students are no longer distracted by social media because you can tell very easily when you write on a slide, my head is down as I'm writing. And as soon as I look back up again, I can see that 80 to 90% of the students in that class have their heads down and are writing on a piece of paper, on slides that perhaps they printed off. Or actually quite a lot of students will use a, a some sort of tablet device or even a laptop and they're making notes and they're, they're typing and they're, and they're, they're actually following as I'm going along in the lecture. And so it's led to quite a significant change in student behaviours in those lectures. It's also meant that because OneNote is a digital whiteboard and a, effectively it's unlimited digital whiteboard, it also means that I, I've been able to start delivering some of my bigger uh, financial accounting computations, which can go on for a number of pages, I'm actually able to deliver that directly by taking my tablet, I plug it in to the lecture theatre or into the workshop room, and I'm actually delivering what previously would have been delivered using a whiteboard pen and whiteboard. I'm actually now using my tablet and I'm using OneNote and I'm writing answers. And what students are now seeing more and more is the techniques that I'm using 
and they're making notes and they're practicing those techniques time and time again. What I actually do as well is I supplement those blank slides with uh, and those questions with video recordings. So I record all of my lectures. I record any parts of any workshops where I am delivering content. Um, it's not practical to deliver se uh, record sessions where there's interaction and engagement, but if there's any small parts of sessions that are relevant and I feel they, that we've done quite a part of a question um, partway through a session, I'll record that and upload that onto the student collaboration spaces. Um, I always, always load, upload at the end of session, uh, session my written annotated slides and my handwritten notes so they've always got copies and they know they will get these at the very start of the module i make that very clear in terms of the expectations and so it's actually interesting to see that students realize they're going to receive all of the, this this material at the end of the session but they still engage and they still attend so attendance is incredibly high in lectures and in workshops um, they are engaging, they're participating, uh, and they're also, that's in full knowledge that they will get the answers and they'll get the notes at the very end of the session. And so it's a very interesting experience seeing how students actually engage with those with those sessions. I was just going to ask, um, uh, because you, you reminded me, um, I know that traditional teaching is you, you stand at a whiteboard uh, or a chalkboard and you might do that, but actually doing it now on an infinite whiteboard. One thing I often did when I used to teach more regularly was I might have students come to the board and engage. Have you ever done that in your own teaching where they actually come up and start writing on the uh, the tablet? Um, I haven't done it in a lecture, just mainly because of the, the, the size of, of the group. And I don't want to put people under too much pressure. But I have used it in smaller sessions where I've had them come up and write directly onto the, the, the tablet device. Um, and that did work very well. Um, what I will also be doing as well is um, enhancing some of the techniques that I'm planning to use in the future to get students to engage with uh, updating certain documents and writing in certain documents using a collaborative part of OneNote. And I will be actually projecting that live onto the screen. Uh, certainly, in a previous institution, we were able to actually project tablets through wireless uh, projection rather than just plugging it into a wire. So in other, other institutions, I've actually taken my portable tablet to different tables and different groups and actually given it to a student in that live setting and asked them to write, and that's projected directly onto the screen. And that is something that I certainly plan to do um, for smaller groups uh, in the next academic year where they'll be working collaboratively. And I do want to be projecting their answers live onto the screen. Okay. And so, sorry, I interrupted you earlier. Tell us, just to go back to where we were before, what were you um, yeah. going to do? Yes, absolutely. So um, I find this technique works particularly well. Um, but there are a couple of different considerations you need to bear in mind if you decide to start using uh, OneNote. Um, firstly, handwriting, neat handwriting, is very, very important. And it's actually quite different writing on a tablet to writing on a whiteboard. So it is something you need to practice in advance. So you do need to make sure that students can read your writing. Um, what might look large on your screen might not look particularly easy to see 
from the back of electricity. So you do need to think about that very carefully. But the one of the main advantages, of course, by having a tablet is that I can zoom in. So whereas a blackboard at the front of a lecture theatre in front of 300 students is very difficult to see a red or a green pen, for example, um, actually because you can zoom into certain parts of what you've written, it actually magnifies it. So it is a, that's, that's one of the, the key advantages. Um, you do also need to consider your timings as well because you're no longer just talking over a set of slides you're also having to spend some time in your lecture making some notes. So you really need to think very carefully about, do you need some slides that still have a reasonable amount of content? Do you have some slides where you're going to talk over or annotate or write live in the lecture theatre? Or do you have a combination of both? So you really need to think about then what is the impact on your timings? So you may find that actually... Um, because you're writing and students are writing with you, you do also need to give those students a little bit of time to annotate their own notes. So think about the time lag and whether you can get through 20 slides in a session or whether you're going to be able to get through slightly less. So you need to think very carefully about that. You also need to consider previously, if you had a traditional set of slides, which had a lot of different bullets and a lot of different notes for students, if you now produce a set of blank slides, does that mean that students have less content and less information? And if that is the case, do you also need to supplement your slides and your notes with maybe some additional notes um, that students can then maybe read afterwards? So I found with some of my slides, because I was taking content out of the slide, I actually then copied and pasted or cut and pasted that directly into a Word document, which students were then able to also access um, because I didn't want them to lose that key content which was important to them. And you also need to then think carefully about, well, if you've not actually spoken some of those key bits of information, how do you ensure that students know it? So think about the content of your workshops. How does it lead on from the lectures? Are there particular things you want to focus on? Are there particular tasks you need to do to ensure that students have read certain additional bits of information that you may not have necessarily covered in the lecture? What would you say, I mean, I know you said you've been doing this for five years. Before that, What? how was the kind of interaction with students what did they do what did they not do um and what are your plans for the future i guess as far as this kind of approach to using uh, to teaching yeah absolutely so um prior to uh, using this sort of approach it very much was that traditional microsoft powerpoint and talking over it and using that whiteboard and um there was some engagement because we find with any kind of financial accounting where there's numbers involved, students do like to write down the numbers and the answers, etc. Um, but there was quite a lot of um, small levels of disruption in terms of students simply wanting to use their phones, wanting to use social media, not particularly paying attention. Um, and I think the key thing that I found from this this approach itself is it just it reduces that small level of disruption even if they're not disrupting somebody sat next to them students are the majority of students are actually participating and it reduces their distraction and one of the key issues for students is that it's very easy for them to be distracted and it reduces that that 
distraction because they realize that actually they need to be copying what you're writing even though they know they're getting the slides the annotated slides at the end of the, the session they are still making their own notes because they want maybe the paper copy for their fault for the files or maybe they want their own electronic copy that they're annotating themselves within their own tablets so um there were significantly higher levels of engagement um, and the levels of student disruption are significantly reduced. Going forward, what I'd actually like to do in a relatively small module um, next academic year in 2020-21 is really try to enhance how I use OneNote. So I currently use the main sort of um, delivery mechanism that's available in OneNote, which is where I write on slides and students are effectively copying and interacting in that way. But what I'd like to use is actually the sort of class uh, notebook element. So you can actually create a notebook, which is a student collaboration space, um, and you can share documents with students. And what I would like to do in a live workshop or, or lecture with, with my students next academic year is actually use this as a interactive collaboration space where sharing a variety of different questions on different accounting standards with students who can then write answers live together in groups but then once they've had an attempt i'll be able to then using um, class notebook and also microsoft teams i'll be able to then get those students to then um, start to annotate on another question so they'll be able to effectively pass their answers between different groups of students and what i'd also like to do is get students effectively peer marking each other's so we'll i'll give them things like marking schemes and get them to mark each other's as well and I'll be using that as the class notebook. I'll also be using class notebook instead of just this um, pure delivery focus sort of mechanism to enable them to actually use their own notebook. Class notebook enables them to create their own individual spaces and I can share effectively a content library, um, which they can't edit, but they can, they can use within their own sort of folders effectively. Um, and it'll become much more interactive and much more engaging for the students. One of the key things will be to make sure that students realise that this is what they'll be doing at the start of the year. So I will be encouraging them to bring their devices into the sessions, and I, I, I do that anyway, um, but really encouraging them to use their devices as much as they possibly can. Um, it won't be the only mechanism available to them because I'm conscious that that could potentially reduce accessibility for some students. Um, so thinking more broadly about, well, what would students be able to do if they don't have access to, say, um, a tablet that they can bring into a session? Um, just trying, but just trying to make sure that they can work interactively and, and, and in a very sort of um, a nice way that works because they can learn from each other and particularly on this this other module that i'll be delivering learning from each other is probably as important as just learning techniques and tools from me they need to see what's good what's bad what works what doesn't etc okay that sounds really good um i'm especially interested in hearing more uh, maybe when you have time about the kind of um, peer marking and peer kind of review because that is another good way of getting them to understand the content, but also see how others are doing and helping each other, which I guess would help create a stronger learning community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what I'd quite like to do in this session is try to increase the the way that students work together in networks. 
Um, I sometimes find that students rely quite heavily on uh, me and my knowledge and my content, um, but actually they can learn from each other. And I very much like them to engage with that particular exercise. They can learn from each other. Um, students also often learn, uh, particularly this this group will be sitting some external professional accounting exams. And so they will learn a lot from seeing a marking scheme and seeing how markers actually would mark their questions and their answers. So they're going to learn from the act of doing and tackling questions, uh, from seeing what others have written and what points that they're trying to get across. But they'll also then see what the external examiner is actually thinking when they're producing marketing schemes, and they'll learn from that as well. And then they'll start to hopefully build networks of these sort of shared locations within Microsoft Teams and Class Notebook. And hopefully they'll start to ask each other and learn from each other uh, in a much more effective way. And I think those networks will be very, very important for that, that group of students in that particular setting. Okay, perfect. Would you have any, if you have anything that you'd like to share, uh, usually with the podcast, I like to add uh, either references to literature or examples or anything. Would you be willing to perhaps share something so that people could maybe look at something? Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Happy to share, share with you some examples of the kinds of things that I've used um, and that have been, I found particularly effective. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Well, look forward to uh, hearing more because again, I know that you've presented this particular idea a few times anyway, and a lot of people are finding it very valuable because if you have access to a digital whiteboard or what is it, a virtual, if you have access to a virtual or digital overhead projector or what you have is a tablet and you can connect that to your um, projector or even as you do it, you probably also do it uh, online via Teams, don't you? That's um, Yeah, then students still get the benefit of kind of a live and engaging sort of teaching, especially with, you know, your subject, which is accounting and finance, which has a lot of mathematical notation. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think particularly in an online setting, um, there's more potential for students to be distracted by Facebook and social media, because if they're watching it online, they've probably got those things open anyway. So this particular method, you can project one note, you can share that your annotations live as you're delivering it with students online. And it encourages them again to engage and, and hopefully will reduce distraction in that setting too. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining today. It was great hearing about it. Thank you.